3: Time now for the Six Rings Post Game Show. Breaking down everything Patriots with Nick Fitzy Stevens and Andy Hart. The Six Rings Post Game Show is co sponsored by Zudi. Build any application your company needs in one week. Visit ZUDY.com for your free trial. By the New England Recovery Center in Marlboro, Mass., where recovery is possible. By your local New England Kubota tractor dealers. By Northeast Electrical, where pros need pros at needco.com, by Catch's Law Group, the personal injury pros at catch'slaw.com, and by Anderson Windows and your local Anderson Windows dealer. Now, here's Fitzy and Hart on WEEI.
4: Gah!
5: I'm making all the same sounds I imagine all of you are in your garages, basements, fan caves, tap rooms, wherever you happen to have just taken in easily the most entertaining regular season Patriots game in a full year, dare I say, since week four last year, the Tom Brady returns game that the Patriots also lost by just a couple of points in heartbreaking fashion. I take you back to 2020, week two, the Seattle game, another game the Patriots lose at the very end where they showed incredible heart, resilience, effort, fortitude, strength, coaching, all of it. I know it's going to be a moral victory Sunday night and a moral victory Monday, Andy, here on the Six Rings postgame show and on WEI on a Patriots Monday. But damn, I wanted that win. The Patriots... Deserve that win. The Packers win 27-24. A last-second, overtime-ending, 31-yard Mason Crosby field goal to seal it for the Pack. The Pack, go Pack, go to 3-1. and one. And despite that effort, despite the team rallying around the third stringer, Bailey Zappi, and all of your don't-worry-be-Zappi jokes and puns that I'm sure will be coming soon, your New England Patriots played their asses off and yet they are a 1-3 team in last place in the AFC East. This is a team with
1: balls. Yeah. I can say that with definity for the rest of the season. This, in my opinion, had they pulled this off, would have been one of the greater regular season upsets in recent memory. Now, I know we're title town and there's no moral victories and you didn't, coulda, shoulda, woulda, didn't kind of thing. But you started your journeyman backup quarterback. Your starting quarterback was out. Your leading receiver, Jacoby Myers, was out. Your captain and arguably best defensive lineman, Lawrence Guy, was out. Your number one cornerback, Jalen Mills, was out. You're at Lambeau Field going against Aaron Rodgers and a young receiving core that we are hearing is starting to make plays, starting to come together. And you, in the first quarter, have to field Bailey Zappi, who, if you remember this week, Joe Judge kind of, Almost laughed about the idea of Zappy having to play. Like, yeah, he's not really ready. I mean, he doesn't get any reps. He's like fourth round backup out of Western Kentucky. You know, I saw Albert Breer tweet something out two years ago. He was playing on a field that one of the sides of the field was a CVS drive-through. That's where he was playing football, and he put up great numbers. But Zappy wasn't ready. No one wanted him to play, but Zappy was out there. Zappi was going toe-to-toe with Aaron Rodgers. Zappi was taking you to overtime. Zappi threw a touchdown pass. I'm not saying he carried you. He threw for 99 yards, I believe. I'm not sure he threw for 100 yards. But he threw a 25-yard touchdown pass that you needed to Devontae Parker. And this defense, which at times, I know we all have issues with Tavai and Miles Bryant. Issues. And different guys that are on the field. But those guys, they put what they had on the line. And they frustrated the you-know-what. Out of Aaron Rodgers, who was getting guys open, missing throws. He didn't play great. I'm not going to dispute that. But in the end, you went toe-to-toe at Lambeau Field, where Bill, even Bill this week was like, Lambeau's different. The history, you walk in there, Devin McCordy, you look around, you tell people. I played at Lambeau Field. And you played at Lambeau Field today with Bailey frickin' zappy. And you went toe-to-toe with Aaron Rodgers right till the final finish, and he got the three-point victory. I don't think Aaron Rodgers feels good about himself right now, personally. I don't think the Packers probably feel good about themselves right now. And I don't know if the New England Patriots feel good about themselves because they're one and three. And in the NFL, you got to win. There's no, nothing else matters except winning. But this team has balls. They've shown heart. They will fight to the finish. I don't know how good they are. I don't know how talented they are. But whether it was the offensive line with Trent Brown flexing over piles, telling people to run the ball behind me, Harris, Stevenson doing their part, reborn Kendrick Bourne as part of the zappy offense out there, they showed that they have fight. And I don't know how you can not be impressed by that. Would it have been that much better, obviously, if you could have possibly snuck in a Nick Folk field goal to win in overtime? Obviously. But this team put its uh, put you-know-what on the line and impressed me today. The big
5: question now, in a sea of debates, some doubts, some exclamation points, a lot of thumbs up, a couple thumbs down, Andy, is will these New England Patriots be able to take whatever sort of moral victory momentum that you can derive, that you can pull from the unfortunate wreckage that is losing a game that you were this close to winning that would have propelled you to unforeseen heights. Oh, the honking horns and the celebrating. The tap lines would have just been left open all night long. I'd have put my card down. You know I'm good for it. Can these Patriots now take something from this game, turn around, and start a winning streak? Can they make some momentum from this? Will the big, brass, bald Patriots who showed so much temerity and so much fight and the resilience tonight in Green Bay. Will they be able to turn around and use that against the Lions next week? A Lions team that put up 45, has also balls gave of up its own. 48, that has balls of its own. They've got grit, you You've have, got balls. It's going to be the Kevin Garnett showdown next week. Grit and balls at Gillette Stadium.
1: Two suspect teams, talent-wise, with grit and balls putting it on the line. But I will say, we've heard Bill Belichick all the way back to 2001. Usually we hear these things about Super Bowl teams. Ah, when we went toe-to-toe with those Rams, I told the team, we might see that team again, right? The Rams, oh, we hung with them at Foxborough Stadium. Or in Kansas City, second half, I learned something. We lost, but I learned something about the fight of our football team. I am not saying this is a Super Bowl team. It is
5: not. I'm actually saying definitively it is not a Super Bowl team. I don't know who is a Super Bowl team because I continue to tell you when we watch these games and get ready for the Six Rings postgame show that the NFL is out of control, wildly unpredictable, pretty sloppy so far this season. But it I know always it's only... is in September and early October. That's why Bill it's...
1: says extension of the preseason it's and we kind mock of, him. It's kind, of, it a, kind it, of is. It's
5: a little bit of a mess right now. I can't tell you who is a Super Bowl team right but now. But I am going to tell you definitively they
1: are not a Super Bowl team. But I don't know why you can't pull from a game like Bill did in those instances for Super Bowl teams just about a borderline playoff team, about a team you now know what you have in terms of competitive nature. You may not be talented enough, but why can't you look back at a game like this and say, the way we didn't wilt in Green Bay when guys had reasons to quit, everybody was out, our backup quarterback went out, everybody knew Zappi didn't have any reps, Zappy hasn't done much since the summer, right? Everybody had a reason to just kind of, roll over, lay down, and hey, maybe we'll bounce back next week against the Lions kind of attitude, and they didn't. So I think you learned that this team will compete to the finish, the absolute finish, whether that's week 17 because you missed the playoffs, whether that's wild card weekend because you sneak in, they will compete to the finish, and I think for a coach like Belichick that tells us week six, week seven, before I know what kind of team I have, talent-wise, I think he's still searching, but in terms of, The mental makeup of his team, he found out about his team today in Green Bay.
5: This is the Six Rings postgame show on WEEI and all across the WEEI network with your old pals Nick Fitzy-Stevens and Andy Jumbo-Hart. You can call in and weigh in on tonight's thrilling, unforgettable, yet unfortunate Patriots 27-24 loss to the Green Bay Packers on the final play of overtime at Lambeau by simply dialing 617-617. 79-7937. 779 7937 The text line is open for business at 37937. And of course, the socials at Fitzy GFY, at Jumbo Heart, and at WEEI. I'll read one quick text from the text line at 37937 as we broadcast here from our best-yet brand studio on the Six Rings post game. 978-TEXT. They are gonna fight to the finish, Andy. I agree. The finish of probably a six-win season. <laughs> okay, maybe it might be the case. But I'll tell you this: I would rather this team go down as a six-and-eleven team that punched, clawed, scrapped, and kicked their way through every single game. And I was the most entertained I've been in a full year by a New England Patriots game. I would rather see heart and fight and tough and that kind of football in a winning or possibly losing season, knowing full well that you've got some real ones, and we'll get to the people that popped today in our thumbs-up, thumbs-down later, the Jones brothers who stepped up as one Jones went down, Bailey Zappi, other players who really showed us something today, a couple other guys who might want to hit the showers, take a lap, or skip the game next week. We'll get to them as well. I would much rather that, and I agree with you, they showed some big old balls today. That was a thrilling game. When we come back on the other side in the 8 o'clock hour, I will tell you something Andy Hart told me during the preseason that I believe he also shared here on the radio and wherever anyone listens to or reads Andy Hart's words that I believe came true. And I don't think we necessarily have a controversy on our hands, but it was pretty interesting the way it played out today in Green Bay. You got Fitzy, you got Hart, and we got you here on the Six
0: Rings Postgame Show on Weei.
2: back to the
3: 6 Rings post game show on WEEI
5: I'm very zappy All happy rejoins the rest of the night. I demand it for Pat's Nation. They need a cheering uh, up. Let's continue riding the emotional wave. Of you know that we
1: lost, right? I, I'm being told in my ear we lost.
5: Son of a! Why doesn't anyone tell me this before we start the show?
1: Update out of Brighton. <laughs> Patriots actually lost today.
5: To sit in this recycled air bunker all day long with you and a bunch of producers to get paid minimum wage. Okay. And we're all riding this emotional wave, having the best time watching one of the most thrilling regular season Patriots games in years.
1: And then they lost. And then they lost. But moral, I just tweeted out, moral victory Monday is more meaningful to me in this situation than if you had Mac Jones and all your players and like, oh, we almost beat it. No, no, no. If you have all your players and you're at your best, you you should have a chance to go on the road and win. But
5: unexpected victory Sunday trumps all. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with in overtime on second and five actually not running the same play you ran on first down, showing some stones, letting the kid wing it, or maybe going for it on fourth down and saying, you know what? Maybe we got a chance. That is Aaron Rodgers, after all, and I know my defense is a little bit tired. I think they got conservative at the end, Andy. Play for the win. Maybe Belichick Mm. wanted the tie because that would have been more along the Moral Victory Sunday, Moral Victory Monday lines. I would have rather they played for the win. Go for it. You think he was playing for the tie? Uh, I'm sure they would have liked to have rushed for a first down in overtime, but the play calling was too conservative. Well, the play calling has been questionable all year. I don't know if you know, they have a questionable play call. I didn't have much, I didn't have, as we discussed all day long here, leading up to the Six Rings post-game show, brought to you once again from WEEI in our beautiful Best Yet Brand studio. We didn't have much issue quibble. We had no problem, really, with the play calling all day long, but then it got conservative. It shriveled up like those huge, the big plums they played with all day long, shriveled up into, like, apricots, like, they became dates, maybe raisins in overtime. Go for it. Well, I don't know if they had huge plums. I mean, uh, excuse me, the, the he throw threw for to 99 Devontae, yards. I know. Four but,
1: quarters of football.
5: Uh, hey, uh, just curious. I know kids eat free after the Red Sox win uh, at the 99. It's been a while since the kids ate free. <laughs> what do you eat when the, they get blown out on when, back to back days? <laughs> Did, because Bailey Zappi threw for 99 yards, can I get like a, a mug of suds tomorrow to celebrate Moral Victory Monday? It was actually if he got 100. <laughs> Damn. Bad beat. Uh, A completely unexpected, a a thrilling afternoon of football. I'm sure there's probably no one who watched that game, no one who's a diehard Patriots fan, who would have any issue with the way that game was played, considering that you're without your starter, like you said. Now your backup, who you practice with, who's a seasoned veteran, knows the system supposedly in and out. He's in there because he's smart. He can handle all of this. Goes out after just six pass attempts. In the middle of the first quarter, towards the end of the first quarter, Isaiah Wynn, who now we're renaming the thumbs down list every Sunday on the post game on the Six Rings postgame, the Isaiah Wynn Memorial Thumbs Down list. Only for a couple more weeks because I think you won't have to deal yeah, with him. He's much not going to be here much longer. Uh yeah, no. He gets he he lets up a sack, one of two he allows to Rashawn Gary, I believe it is. Yes. Gets Brian Hoyer dinged up hard, and in comes Bailey Zappi. The Bailey Zappi era has begun. Don't worry, be zappy. And the kid plays great. I mean, like the throw to Parker, the throw to Aguilard, both times. One was for a touchdown, one gets you in touchdown range. The will of the Patriots, the way they rallied around this kid, the way that they, they, they like, it's the old, like, you know, get a sack up for the backup. Like they came in. This is the third stringer. They, everybody elevated their game, whether they were a rookie like Marcus Jones. Why it took so long to get him in there on punt returns and kickoff returns. You can see what an absolute dynamo, why this kid was the most electrifying kick and punt returner in college football the last couple of years. Jack Jones with the pick six, only the second pick six Rogers has ever thrown at Lambeau playing for Green Bay. Some big ass plays out there today. Some monstrous runs by Ramondre and by Damian Harris. Great offensive line work today. Cole Strange, my gosh. Oh, the love bath that was given by Nance, and uh, they are and terrible. Romo. They are absolutely. I know they're the number one crew. They're terrible. Romo sucks. Yeah, give me Iron
1: Eagle. All Romo
5: day. absolutely. Everybody's. You're great. just mad because he gets good. paid a million dollars a Sunday.
1: Has he ever analyzed anything other than to say everybody's great and everybody's good? Oh, Jim. Oh, he sucks, Jim. I, I think he's terrible at his job. Now he may think I'm terrible at my job based on that comment. So that's <laughs> fair. Is, we are even. Now I do. I don't know that they necessarily played to tie. I don't know that I would want them to be as aggressive as you. Now, we had that one play where Bailey, as you put it, got zappy feet and was running around a little bit there with a chicken, like a chicken with his head cut off. So he's still the fourth round ill prepared rookie quarterback. So I think you want to be smart. You don't want to give the game away and give the defense
5: credit. They were balls all day, all day. They, I thought the rush defense I mean, even though they gave up even though at the end they kind of gave up some chunk plays and they got gashed. Aaron Jones I know had over 100 yards. AJ Dillon had some big bad runs late in the game and into overtime as well. I thought they I thought they they, they showed up. They fought hard. Like you said, scrappy, resilient. They showed up. They pushed. They had attitude. One thing you said when we were watching the game, finally a little swagger on this yep. team, some attitude and I want to pay off the tease from before. It's very interesting that you said this. A salient comment, a prescient piece of football analysis in the preseason by you. And trust me, hold on. We actually go now live to Patriots quarterback Bailey Zappi after the game.
6: Yeah, I mean, it was, of course, it was exciting at first. It was a dream come true to play in an NFL game. Um, You know, it's obviously not the outcome we wanted at all. Um, You know, I just want to first, like, give credit to all my teammates. They kept me calm. They kept me, you know, getting the nerves out of me. Um, you know, they kept me in my space and cool, calm and collected. And uh, you know, everybody played well tonight. O line played well, we ran the ball well. Um, you know, it really just comes down to me. I just gotta make more plays and comes differently.
5: When, when did you feel like you settled in? Uh, like a little bit, but
0: you got my like,
6: Um probably after like the first play. After the first play, after the first handoff, kinda settled it in, everything kinda quieted it down. Um then I just started, you know, giving the ball to the playmakers, letting them do what they do the best. Do
3: You remember the first play? Did you, what was going through your mind? Grab my helmet, let's go! Or, you
6: know, you to um, time, just, just making sure I did my job. That was the biggest mm-hmm. thing. Do by
4: yourself all and have to take a moment. Old journey, go on Lambo
6: Field, in Aaron Rodgers. Maybe a little bit pregame, but once the game started, I kind of settled in and focused on what the task at hand. Um, especially when I went in. Um, you know, my main objective was do my job and do it well. There's
2: a lot of here that you guys had to overcome, you know, was on the first goal, but what's the frustration level with being back midfield and
6: not being in the first half? Yeah, I mean of course the you know, losing a game is always the worst thing. Um, you know, everybody will look back and look at the things that we could have done differently. Um, I feel like we played well as a team tonight. Um, o line, like I said, O line played well, receivers played well, running backs ran well. Um, you know, of course, there's things we're gonna to see tomorrow that we can look back at and say if we did this differently. And there's things personally for me that, you know, if I make a throw or I do something differently, um, outcomes different, outcomes differently. But um, you know, that's the good thing about football—you always get yeah, the next game. Do you think did it? For yourself? Um, I mean, I guess so, but I'll leave that up to those people.
3: What Was that feeling like to throw your first ever NFL touchdown pass?
6: It felt good. Um, in that moment, but once that moment was over, I was ready for the next play and get going. Yeah, you guys did a
4: couple of those crossing routes off the play action. What about that play do you like, and what did you see on the touchdown of
6: Parker? It, it on later later on? Yeah, we just you know, I felt comfortable with that play. We all talked about it on the sideline and came out there and executed it well. And um, we all was able to pitch and play, pitch and catch with the receivers, and like I said, we are able to execute those plays. What
4: was the message from the coaching staff and the uh, offensive leaders when you
6: went to the Um, That's football. Play ball. Can you that's what. Yeah, he just said um, good luck the rest of the way. I said same thing for him, and he said congrats on the, you know, playing for the first time, and that was really about it.
4: You had some time to take a breather in halftime. What kind of thoughts did you have? And seemed like the offense kind of got both settled down for right, the second.
6: Yeah, the biggest thing coming at halftime was just adjustments, really. Um, I was mainly thinking about what we could do differently or what we all could do differently as an offense in the second half, and we did very well coming out. Um, like you said, offense was you know executing plays in the second half, and we settled down and we started, you know, playing football. How, how
5: different was the way you prepared this was, one was you know,
4: moment contribute to go to the game it's something you, you saw the way Brian's
6: um. As far as pre- being prepared, I've been doing this for like the last three weeks, kind of just preparing myself as, you know, as I'm gonna play. Um, I feel like that's one way I can continue to learn, continue to grow as a player. Um, treating every week, you know, that way, and uh, you know, I really didn't prepare any differently this week. Um, I did my normal stuff, met with coaches, watched film, met with teammates, did all that stuff. Personally, no, I have. I saw him coming off the field. I didn't know what was going on. Joe turned to me and said that you're going in um, if the next series and went about my way and started playing ball.
7: How much Joe help you during the game? Did you spend a lot of time with you going over stuff, especially the
6: next series? Yeah, I mean, Joe, Matty P., uh, Coach Belichick, they we all come over after the series and, you know, look at the little tablets, look over the pictures and everything, kind of going through coverages they gave us through certain formations and um, just kind of talking out that last series, and that really helps moving on throughout the game.
8: The
6: yeah, no doubt. That was a great play by Jack. Um, I think that's what his first career interception. Yeah, for it to be a pick six, that's pretty awesome by him. What
1: did you learn from today that you can take with you
6: going forward now in your NFL career? Um, just to continue to, you know, do my job, um, give the ball playmakers, let them do what they do best out in space, and. Um, continue to stay cool, calm, and collected and back there, and you know, run the offense and really just do the best
5: I can for the team. Thank you, Thanks,
4: everyone.
5: Yeah. That was New England Patriots quarterback Bailey Zappi on his first game action in the NFL, just his fourth game as the Patriots dropped to one and three, 27 24 loss to the Packers. Bailey Zappi was in no part did in no part contributed to that defeat, Andy. As a matter of fact, he played really well. He did throw one touchdown, 99 yards on the hole in action, just over three quarters of game action today for Zappi. He sounded pretty upbeat, actually, uh, all, things, all things considered, pretty I, humble. All the things that you like to hear, gamer, resilient, tough, humble, upbeat, all the things you want to hear on the podium in New England. I thought he continued his impressive day at the podium. You know, the offensive line was
1: great. The guys ran the ball like, and I need to do more. But not 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 in an annoying way mm-hmm. we get sometimes where you feel like it's fake and and they don't really believe it uh, when they're saying it. So yeah, I was in imp- because that's a tough spot to be thrown in, not just on the field, but now all of a sudden because you know this is New England, this is Bill Belichick. Don't say the wrong thing. Oh my God, I've watched Mac and what he says for years. One like, comment, you're in the doghouse. Exactly. Yeah. So like, I- I'm not really kidding when I say that's another challenge. In addition to, I was going toe to toe with Aaron Rodgers. So. Uh, Bailey Zappi, I thought, finished his very strong day with
5: a strong day at the podium. Yeah, the one thing that you said, and we're hoping to hear from Coach Bill Belichick in just a couple of moments. Hopefully he'll be stepping to the podium and we'll get Coach's comments following that thrilling but unfortunate defeat to the Packers. The thing that you said that I was getting to before Bailey Zappi got to the podium was this summer, I remember you said it to me at training camp. I'm not sure if you ever put it in any of like the Sunday Seven columns or any of your EEI.com action, but you said of the three quarterbacks, Mac Jones, Brian Hoyer, and Bailey Zappi, that Bailey Zappi looked the best of the three in 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 training camp action and running this new or reconfigured Patriots offense. Yep, you still feel that way? Uh, yeah, I mean that hasn't that hasn't changed since then. Since camp
1: ended, I mean it was. It was not dramatic. It was you have to remember the bar mm-hmm. was Mac Jones scrambling and throwing back across his body or trying to rush for
5: like or, or the things you would read from tweets from the beat reporters we all follow like sack uh 3-yard completion right incompletion sack Mac frustrated throws
1: ball into ground like right. things it was a high school offense that's what i had said all along it wasn't when Zappy was out there, he looked more comfortable. He would drop back, plant his foot, throw. Like there were more plays that were executed, looking like a normal NFL offense, not like Tim Tebow 2.0 running an offense. And where that goes, I don't know, because I actually thought he struggled at times in preseason games. He got a little gunslingerish, and he's not afraid to throw the ball into traffic and doesn't have a cannon, but. I'm intrigued to see where he can go, and I think this is going to be an interesting conversation moving forward because, I don't know if you know, the Patriots need a starting quarterback next week, and there will be a discussion as to who that person will be. I also think, real quick, is Bill ready or we need to talk? No, we don't actually have the coach yet, so So, we're probably just going to take a break in a moment. I also wonder if Brian Hoyer's swift exit had anything to do with Tua and what has happened in the National Football League over the last week. 100%. 100%. I think there's a chance pre-Tua, Hoyer might have kept playing
5: but it's a head yeah it's, i mean it's a head injury who knows maybe who knows? it was worse who knows we'll find out more about that as of right now we have absolutely no idea who's going to be playing quarterback next Sunday for the patriots can mac jones heal up enough to be able to play against the lions in the red throwback jerseys in week 5 at Gillette will brian hoyer suit up and recover from the head injury that forced him out of today's game or could it be bailey zappi who was quite triumphant on the field today Unfortunately, though, gets handed his first loss as a quarterback in the NFL. This is Nick Fitzy Stevens and Andy Jumbo Hart here on the Six Rings Post Game Show. We'll be right back with Coach Bill Belichick and your calls on the post game show after this. Breaking
3: down the game that was. This is the Six Rings Post Game Show. Here's Fitzy and Hart on WEEI.
5: Zappy's in and we'll be all right. Six Rings post game show here on WEEI, Fitzy Hart and you at 617 779 7937. That's the telephone number, the text line 37937. Text her in the 781. Can we get a zap sound? Zappy for every hour. Every time. Oh, 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 listen to that. Zappy hour. Zappy hour. I'd like a I'd little lightning that sound. you have used zap, Yeah. So, do you want one of those old blue things that bugs fly into? Oh, the the, the yeah, bugs one of those Zapper like every things? time Bailey Zappi throws, or we talk about Bailey Zappi, get like <laughs> zap, zap. Uh, by the way, oh nice, there we go, zap it up, kid. Producer Nick LePain. Oh, uh, speaking of striking quickly, forty-six seconds into the game, old man Kelsey for the touchdown from Mahomes. Well, seven done. nothing, Kansas City.
1: Well done by you. Old man Kelsey? Or yes, pointing out your own mistakes. I, I appreciate did. that.
5: I owned it. Okay, good. Listen, I eat all my L's, which is why I have a very balanced diet. There are lots of them to be had. And one of them would be predicting a 23-13 to 13 Patriots loss today. You, speaking of take a lap and eat the L, what did you call for today's game? 33-13 Packers. Whoops. Whoops. I picked the right team hey, to can win. can we get a shame bell in the other room? Maybe a uh, producer, Nick, for old Jumbo here? 20-point defeat for the Patriots, my left foot. That'll be next week. Anyway. Uh, Shame.
1: In overtime. <laughs> I want to go over this because it's a heated topic both on Twitter, on
5: the text line. But well, we can't help it because we got so close to the taste of victory, and then we were just left with the bitter, bitter, bitter taste of defeat in our mouths. Good point by you also. The Patriots did hold a lead in all four quarters. Just not the fifth one they needed it in. Oh, son of a blank. So the Green Bay Packers
1: go three and out to open overtime. You get the ball back at the Patriots' 49-yard line. You go five-yard run for Damian Harris. Then you go no-gain Damian Harris. Then you go timeout Patriots. Then you go Bailey Zappi incomplete to the right, where he could have thrown an interception was a little rookie The pocket skittish. collapsed, he
5: got some zappy feet. Yes. There you go. And he rolls to the right, almost throws a pick. So yes. you have fourth
1: and five from the Green Bay 46. And no I've throwers. heard a lot of people that are upset the Patriots didn't go for it, didn't let Zappy go for it. Now, I after that play, I don't mind punting. We talked about it. I think your defense was playing tough. I may have played this differently. i got to be honest with you. Second and five from the 46, I think I'm throwing with Zappy. If I'm playing to win the game, to just flat out go all in, you know, put my chips on the table with Zappi, I think I throw on second down there. Even though they did run the ball for most of the day relatively well with Damian Harris, certainly he had 86 yards whatever it was. Mm -hmm. But once it got to that throw and the third down play, then I think I'm punting because you don't want to give it away. And I also would ask you this, does next week bear any um, meaning there? And what I'm asking you is, is Bill thinking, Max not back ne- yet next week. You don't know that Hoyer could still be out. Mm-hmm. I may need Zappi to start against the Detroit Lions. I, I don't want his first game to end on a pick six. Oh, do you think that would possibly erode
5: at his confidence, or do you think that would make the kid get a case of the sads all week and not be able to start with Certainly the same kind of moxie that he showed today? Hell no. Certainly could. Hell no. You don't think quarterbacks? He get was broken? thrust into. Of course, they can be moody. Of course, okay. they can be mercurial. But at okay. the same time, this kid's a slinger. You yourself said it. He's a gunslinger. Oh, I do think he is a slinger. You don't well, not drive right down 60 the mat.
1: touchdowns in eighty billion yards without slinging it. You got to sling it all over the field. Which is what numbers. people love about him. I think honestly,
5: I, right. So now, you should have gone for it. They. I would have. I would. Fourth I, and five. You should have gone for it. I'm with you a hundred percent that they should have not run the same damn play that they ran on first down on second down because right. Green Bay was like, you're in the same formation. This looks pretty familiar. I know we've had trouble stopping it, but we're going to overload to that side. Like you said, a little boot, a little misdirection, play action right there. Bailey Zappi could have scooted out to the right-hand side and gotten 10, 12 yards all on himself. Imagine how he would have been feeling if you have to start him next Sunday against Detroit if that kid's all up in his fields because he beat the Packers and Rodgers. I said it live, second and five, I would have booted.
1: I would have absolutely had Zappi on a boot because that's part of this new offense, right? Boots, boots are part of the new offense, or they were until, I don't even know if the new offense exists anymore. And the brain trust, that's something else we can get into is when Bailey Zappi has to go in and it's Joe Judge, Bill Belichick, and Matt Patricia all in this little consortium right in front of him. It's like, right. wow, how many head coaches and former head coaches do you need to get this Zappi guy ready? You'd think the offensive guys might be able to handle it, but no.
5: Many more thoughts from us coming up. We're waiting for Patriots coach Bill Belichick to take to the podium and offer some post-game words. But in the interim, how about you, Pats fans? 617-779-7937. We kick it off with Jamal, who's in the car. What's up, Jamal? Hey, guys. How y'all doing? We're doing Good. very well right now, my man. Could have been better, but we're doing pretty well.
7: No, I can't believe I'm actually agreeing with Andy and disagreeing <laughs> with right right now. But, um, I just want to say, like, while I was on hold, I actually realized that if, uh, the, the worst thing about the game tonight was the receivers. And they didn't give, uh, Zappy Bailey, Bailey Zappy a chance to, to succeed on uh, a couple of drives. They dropped a couple of important passes. And I think that could have made a difference in the game.
5: Now, are you talking about the low uh, throws? The the pass that Aguilar dropped before the end of the first half. I remember that one. That was a bummer. Hit
7: him in the chest. Yeah, yep. there, yep. there was one other one also.
5: Uh, I'm having a hard time thinking about other consequential drops. I, I don't I mean they were any... conservative with the passing game. That's the reality, which they were allowed to
1: be conservative. A because Aaron Rodgers had an off night. He didn't throw the ball down the field well. I thought they had guys open that he missed. Overthrew them. And they were running the ball. They were able to run the ball right. with both Harris and Stevenson in that offensive line. We should mention Marcus Cannon came in for a while at right tackle. Mm-hmm. We can get into that later. But they yeah. were, were going to be conservative with the passing game. Yeah, every drop probably hurts them in a night like tonight. If you're only going to
5: throw it 15 times. Everyone is mad. Everyone is Correct. more valuable. Jamal, let me ask you this. Are you more into or are you more hype, if you will, about the Patriots season now following today's game, the effort, and Bailey Zappi stepping in the way? The, the energy the Patriots showed.
7: Well, I have to say that going into this game, I had my own little game plan or I wanted, I just wanted the defense to win the game for us, basically. And I think they did that enough. Thank they you. gave us a Jamal, chance, I gotta, chance.
5: Thank you, Jamal. I got to go. Bill Belichick is at the podium
8: like um, you know we had we had pretty good coverage on on some of those and he just you know he's just too smart too good too accurate um, and in the end he just he got us we couldn't quite do enough uh you know in the other areas to to quite offset it um you know that Bailey really competed well but a lot of guys compete well we just Obviously, it came up a little bit short. And, um, I said in the end, you know, Aaron just, he just, you know, he got us on, on too many things that thought we did a pretty good job on, but it was just enough you know, for him to, you know, take advantage of them or, or make a couple just great throws that, you know, couldn't quite cover. So, um, back to work here this week and see if we can continue to build on the things that um, you know some of the things that we've done that we just need to obviously be play better in in some of the critical situations. Um, so it's obvious. What you think of the
6: job that did
8: when he Yeah it's good. Yeah, I thought he competed well. What the
6: message
8: to Bailey on when you
3: finally figured out that you're going
4: to have to send him in? What message?
8: What was the message to Bailey? I don't know. Is no, he different in the second half in terms of voice and In terms of. No, I don't think so. No, he's good. He's ready to go. That's what he needs to be. You know, didn't a
4: lot, but I feel like were able to generate have pressure
6: on the What's your problem
8: with the pass rush today? Yeah, I mean, there were some good things out there. I said, in the end, Rogers is just, just too good. He's just he's a great, great player, and he made some great plays, and, and ultimately was a difference in the game. Yeah, I said that. Bill,
5: what's it out to you about Jack
8: Jones this afternoon? Uh, we'll look at the film, see how it goes, and Jack makes you know, he makes some good plays, and there's some other things he can work on, like everybody, like all of us. So it's a big play at the end of the half.
6: a situation like that where you have just one quarterback that's healthy, do you have to tell someone behind him, like, hey, just in case you need to be ready to go? Of course. Who, who, would, that, who would that have been today?
8: Uh, well, it didn't turn out to be anybody, so we'll see. Bill,
6: on the, the final drive, uh, you had the two passes receivers to the flats the
8: cornerbacks playing off. Was that something where there was a point of building on the defense, or was that a missed assignment? You talking about the passes
6: that Aaron threw? Uh, yeah, the one with the put in, uh, in the flat on the
8: left side. Yeah, That no, was not a missed assignment. Roger's taking advantage of a little, little bit of space out there instead of handing the ball off. It's part of his read. He, as usual, almost always does the right thing. He made a good play.
0: Bill, how did you think uh, Marcus Cannon performed, and how much did this role change it at all after you lost Johnny?
8: Yeah, I'll have to take a look at the film. I don't know. Okay, great performances. No. So. All right, good.
5: A predictably short, curt, if you will, and at sometimes terse. Bill Belichick post-game. Wasn't really having much with the questions, but then again, when has Bill Belichick ever been, uh, shall we say, exceedingly glib or I don't know. And and magnificent defeat. I, uh, I don't know. I thought that the answer there on the, what was your message to Zappy, the, I don't know. Like, you know, what was your message? Did you go over and say, like, nice game, kid, or way to step up, or I'm proud of you? Like, just maybe something slightly positive, upbeat, or paternal. I don't know. <laughs> no.
1: Even if he did, he's not going to share it because he's always big on you know those conversations will remain between me and the player or things of that nature. I don't
5: know. I think he was a little dinky, but <laughs> not overly dinky. Yeah, that's one thing we should establish here on the six game, six rings post game show. Dink meter. Yeah, we need, might need to have the coach Belichick post game dink meter. Yeah, where did you think put that, that? Was the worst? Like that's a. It's that was, been worse now. Was, I actually thought and a half. the best question out of ten. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, I think that's probably a decent line. Decent message. Um, the the question about the off coverage that Aaron Rodgers threw that even Tony Romo pointed out, Jack yeah. Jones was yep. eight yards off, whatever it was, quick throw. And is that a missed assignment or is that what he's? And Bill said, no, that's just Aaron taking advantage. Well, I stop? don't know. The follow-up to that is like, why are you playing, playing your corner so far off yeah. against Aaron Rodgers? Now, the 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 response is probably something to do with I don't know, guys were getting behind us all night long, and he was lofting up balls, and we didn't want to leave.
5: Well, lose the guys on that play. was the guy that was specifically uh, getting gotten behind. Pardon my horrific grammar. Wiggy just called in and said that was terrible. I, <laughs> the guy who was giving up the big pass plays was Jonathan Jones. A, your fastest corner, and B. The highest-rated cornerback in the NFL, according to Pro Football Focus. I know how much you love those PFF grades.
1: Yeah, I'll be interested uh, to see his grade this week.
5: Gave up the bomb to Dobbs, and then another one that ended up being an incomplete pass when that's the ball hit the turf. That's probably a positive grade. That's that's yeah that's because pro- it was incomplete. He didn't yep. give up a touchdown, although he did. he did. He gave up the touchdown, but he did. mother and or mother with well, the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field chipped in. But I did think, I mean, there had to have been conservatively,
1: I'm going to say eight passes where Packers had a receiver behind the Patriots defense Mm -hmm. and a lot of them, Rodgers overthrew. The timing was a little bit bumped off, whatever. They weren't on the same page. And I think in this situation, Bill's saying, we're not giving it up in one play. Like, they don't want to. They don't ever want to give it up in one play. Who does? But they don't more than others probably. And that's probably the reason Jack Jones is off there. We'll give him the short yardage. We'll make him keep working. Maybe something happens. Maybe we create a turnover. Maybe we do something. So I think that's probably the answer there, but he was a little extra
5: dinky in some of those. The Six Rings postgame show is also brought to you by Zudi. Build any app your company needs in just one week's time. Visit Zutty, that's Z-U-D-Y dot for your free trial today. We'll keep on with the postgame show. When we come back, we'll go up our thumbs up and thumbs down. The players who popped and the players who were not as well as more of your calls, some Patriots audio. Patriots lose a heartbreaker in overtime, but what a thrilling, entertaining heartbreaker it was. 27-24 at Lambeau Field. Fitzy and Hart here on the Six Rings Post Game Show on
3: WEI. We're back to the Six Rings Post Game Show on WEI.
5: zappy don't worry be zappy hey all happy zappy rejoins the rest of the night because we are silver lining hunting as someone said to me in a text thread earlier we're looking for the good yeah the silver linings the one in three last place
1: what, what were you saying oh God.
5: man andy hart you i'm are, back baby you are a vibe killer it was nice that you were actually on the positive side of the tracks earlier. Well, the, now the here truth you is come. somewhere in the middle. It is. That's the whole thing. Like you can't can you get celebrate more victory. Mo- oh boy. Oh, I zappy. I, can, I don't know if I can make it till ten o'clock tonight. We're with you till ten the o'clock nine, tonight. Uh, nine o'clock hour will be zappy hour here oh. <laughs> on the Six Rings Post <laughs> <laughs> Show. Oh, 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 oh. Half price apps and beers. <laughs> Zapatizers. Oh, that's good. Nice. Zap- Zap- well done. Zappetizers. There you go. I like that. Thank you. Least I can do for you right now. Wow. Two touchdowns already on the board for Kansas City. Scorching. Microsoft Surface tablets everywhere are running. That Tom Brady defense, the Tampa defense. Oh, look at that. Clyde Edwards, Eli, right up the gut. By the way, we're with you till 10 o'clock. At that point, we will join Westwood One's coverage of Kansas City at Tampa Bay, in progress. To the phones we go again, 617-779-7937. Steve is in Everett. Hey, I was in Everett earlier today at the Encore enjoying a little Fest. What's up, Steve?
7: Well, great show, guys, but I think Bill Belichick is becoming a grumpy old man. He's scared. He's playing scared. He's coaching scared. So, on, in overtime, you're in Green Bay. You run the fest down, okay, and you get couple yards or three yards, why don't you throw a second down instead of running back-to-back? They know you're going to run the football, which is your strength. You throw the second down and then see what you got, and then maybe third run, you run. Last week was exact that. I mean, they had like on fourth quarter or late third quarter, third and three yards, okay? Your strength is running the football. They throw the football. Couldn't get it. You know, turnover. Today, It was a tough game. Defense played so well to allow us to win the game. Bill Belichick and his coaching staff, really, if you look at it, they lost the game for us. They really did. You know, in the Super Bowl, first time Patriots won, Bill went for the win. Everybody's saying they're going for the tie. No, he went for the win. Now he's getting old. He's scared. He's playing scared. I'm sorry. I like the guy. He's a terrific man. He gave us a lot of championships. But really, something is really running away from him as far as the game. Great show, guys. But it was a disappointing loss. They should have won. Thank you. Thank Great you, Steve. call,
5: Steve. Excellent. He's prepared. So, he had his point. He made multiple points. They were relevant. He had a little historical data and a reference to to for as to why he was disappointed with what happened today. Thank you, Steve. Andy, it's it's interesting because we can point to Moments in the game, schemes, effort, designs, et cetera, that Bill Belichick and company brought to the game, brought to the table, if you will, that helped put the Patriots in a position to succeed. They did an excellent job preparing this team today. Mm -hmm. Their effort was on point. There was a lot of energy on the field. They were flying around giving max effort all over, especially on defense early on. Then they got tired and they ground down and they needed a play. And I I happen to agree with Steven Everett. That when they needed a play and the defense was starting to get worn down, they got too conservative at the end. And they didn't play to win. Back in Super Bowl 36, they did play to yeah, win. but that doesn't compare. A lot of times, they played many to win. How passes had Tom Brady thrown by then?
1: Because Bailey
5: Sappy had thrown 14 passes at this mm-hmm. point in his career. You He's play, at- play to win the game. Thank you, Coach He's Edwards. By the way, a free Field. agent. He's a free agent now. Maybe he could come in and speak to Coach Belichick this week about uh, why you play the games. Yeah, no. I, I don't need him tell, telling me anything about
1: anything in football. I, I've never been overly impressed with Herm Edwards. I never understood why he got traded to one from one team in the NFL to another or kept getting jobs. Did such a good job this year, he
5: was relieved of his services on
1: the field. On the end zone, yeah. End Shake zone. his hands and go away.
5: Look <laughs> uh, at Coach.
1: See, so I think that comparison is different. You are literally 14 throws into Bailey Zappi's career at this point. You're not in a neutral site game. Super Bowl, big game. But this is Lambeau Field. It's Aaron Rodgers. Like, there's a unique atmosphere. Everybody says, like, you know, the Super Bowl is kind of a dinner party because it's the weird crowd and Mm -hmm. corporate and all these things. So I I don't like that comparison. What I do want to know is Mm -hmm. who was deciding what was done on that drive? Good question. That I want to know. And I don't care about third and fourth down. To me, the the, the down was second down. I yep. said it to you live. A boot here. Mm-hmm. Run a boot. One of those high school throw it into the ground if you have to, right? You got one crosser, couple guys, couple routes. Make it easy, half the field, the whole cliche. A play QB he's probably
5: thing. run a million times in, in his, his high school and college life. career. Yes. yes,
1: maybe not in New England, no. but in his life. And he's been a quarterback his whole life, not just this period of time where he got some reps, then stopped getting reps when the regular season started and was running you know the scout team offense for the other teams, things of that nature. That was the down I'd like to know. How did that go? Because we know even if Patricia's the play caller, which he is, he's the play caller, we know Bill interjects himself when he wants to change things. Run it here. Throw it here. You know, right. Loosen up. Go, he gets, he gets final word. He gets so veto power. He gets final word. Who? How did that drive unfold in terms of what Bill told Patricia, who was calling the plays, who decided? Because I thought second down was the down where if you wanted to make some hay and say we're going to win this game, we're not playing conservative, we're going to grab the bull by the horns here, and we're going to try to win it. It was second down. So I would love to know the technical aspect of who said what at
5: that period of time. David in Florida wants to talk about the fourth quarter and why the Patriots again, didn't go for it. Hello, David. How are you? Greetings, greetings,
4: greetings. First of all, I got five things four things. First of all, if this game were a postseason game, it would have been an instant classic. Yeah. I mean, it was just, it, it was riveting. It was a great, great, great game back and forth. a very exciting game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I got four, I got four things. First of all, um, penalties, even or other, I don't care who was quarterbacking today, penalties and uh, will still are still a problem. Yep. And mm-hmm. it, it, it's just, it, it's just, and I don't get it because that is so uncharacteristic of of the Patriots and Belichick, and I just don't mm-hmm. get it. Why, mm-hmm. why these problems? It's starting to almost
5: become st- more the norm, David. Over is, the last
4: eighteen un- to twenty-four months,
1: I believe it's be referred to mm-hmm. as characteristic of the New England Patriots. They've had too many
4: game-changing penalties for two years now. Uh, point number two? Yeah. Number two, they, they have to, whether it's Patricia or Belichick or whomever, they have to open up the offense a little bit more. I mean, I'm not saying you just have to, and especially with the running game. Everything was up the middle. Why not any pitches down the sideline? Or, or any? I mean, they had one reverse. But uh, I mean, and I know Bailey was still the quarterback this first game, but you've got to, you can't just go up the middle every single time as either. I mean, pitch it outside, have a a different formation in the backfield. Well, uh, it was the
5: worst rush defense against the best rushing attack as far as like football metrics and ratings go. They had a lot of success running off-tackle with Trent Brown, who was motioning to the sidelines to keep running his direction. He was flexing on the tackled piles. So it was working, but they did go to the well a bit too much. And mind you, again, it was Bailey Zappi's first NFL experience, and he wasn't even yeah. prepped to be the starter. He had to come in in relief. Yeah. So I, I hear you and I feel you, David. Third point. Like
4: a, two more quick things, yeah. Now, number three, even as good a game and, and as safe a game as, as, as Bailey played, it's I, I still need to see more. And I don't want to hear anybody start talking about a, a, con- a quarterback controversy because Mac is still the man when he comes back hmm. and I just haven't seen enough of Bailey if he has another game if he plays I mean, if he starts next week and I guess he'll probably presumably be the starting quarterback next week if he has a stellar game next week and he puts up 30 35 points then maybe I'll reconsider that but right now when Mac comes back it's still his team all right and, and the final point David my last one. This is a fun one, I think. But the last drive of, the, of regulation, uh, they were, like, stuck at their own two-yard line. Then they handed the ball off to Ramondi. He picked up seven. Then they third down they picked up the other. it was fourth and, like, half a yard from, like, their own nine-yard line. Rewind 10 years ago to fourth and two against Manning. It was the same situation. Did anybody think they would at least get up to the line of scrimmage and try and draw um, Green Bay off sides or even consider going for a fourth and a, and a foot? because they didn't want to give the ball back to Rodgers. Now, granted, the defense played super, mm-hmm. and they stopped them, but... I hear but, what I mean. you're saying. Yeah, yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. No, that's a good one, David. Thank you for the call, and thank you for all those points. Uh, Andy, going for it on fourth down in your own end zone, with, or rather on your own 10 when you got fourth in, less than eight, fourth in about a yard or punted off to Rodgers and try to get to the half. Obviously, they tried to do a little hook and lateral. They fumbled the ball. They didn't even get the... There was like the Hail Mary five seconds left or something. Yeah, but that no, wasn't... It was a little bit more than that. Okay, well... I don't think... No. That, that would have been too aggressive. Be Going forward on no, the no, Green No, 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 not aggressive. Stupid. stupid. Going forward on the Green Bay 46 with fourth and five. Aggressive. Not even aggressive. really overly aggressive. But like last year, aggressive. remember, I take you back to the game that I, I referenced at the beginning of the show where I said it was the most exciting regular season game since week four, so it's actually been a year. It was last year that the Patriots played Tampa. Nick Folk misses... The fifty six yard field goal with time all with less than a minute left or about a minute minutes time left. Clangs off the upright. Absolute heartbreaker. But it was fourth and three. Jacoby he missed Jacoby Myers on a third and three pass. And Belichick decided to go for the kick, thinking that Nick Volk gave him the best chance to win. Of course it would have put the ball back in Tom Brady's hands with about a minute left, so he could have possibly driven the dagger himself. But he didn't go for it there either. Are we getting a little more conservative with the play calling? No, especially in clutch moments and big spots? This, I think he's done
1: this at various points throughout his career. And I do think you take into account the quarterback. Like, that's a key part of this. After 0-1, after he had a veteran-proven quarterback was the reality. Like, Tom Brady was, was, <laughs> was thrown into the crucible. His medal was tested. John Madden was surprised. But from then on, right, don't you have, like, a certain fallback? Like, it's sure. Brady. I got Brady. Yeah. For 20 years. Now it's, well, you had the little Cam Newton era, but now it's Mac Jones, rookie quarterback. Yep. And now you had Bailey Zappi, who, to me, calling him a rookie quarterback isn't
5: even doing him justice. It's not Fourth a rookie round, quarterback who no prepared reps, the entire no, preseason. Right, like nothing. Like, hey, it was all about Hoyer. We're all, like, doing the whole Hoyer the Destroyer. It's Axel Hoyer, blah, blah, blah. Not now Andy, all, all of a sudden. you. No, not just me. There just were other you. people and doing your it too. Uh, yeah, see, he had people. to make sure he yeah. had to make sure that you had to belittle the people that actually support you by responding to you on Twitter, dealing with your barbs, reading your reading your little pieces, watching your little videos. Yeah. No, those people, yeah, they were all they were all excited about it. Yes. It's not even a it wasn't even prepped for a full, proper NFL start. All right, we have to pay some bills. Again? We'll come back for the. I know. Well, that's the thing. That's how radio works, this commercial. I like postgame, every game. I have too much to
1: say and not enough time to say well, it. Well,
5: we have one more full and complete hour, a power hour, the final hour of the Six Rings postgame show before we throw it to Chiefs and Buccaneers on Westwood One's coverage. When we come back, like we said, thumbs up and thumbs down. The Patriots have a problem. They just can't seem to win. Uh huh. That's a radio tease right there for you. And let's say all options are on the table. Or perhaps it's just Axel and Zappi. Who do you start next Sunday? Second game at home, throwback jerseys. Detroit Lions, they got some offense. It's on the table, 617-779-7937. Give us a call here on the Six Rings Post Game Show.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.